G'day punters, welcome back to the Exotic Punters podcast, big weekend of racing coming up, we've got the Group 1 Golden Rose up in Sydney for the three-year-olds, and the Group 1 Underwood Stakes at Caulfield, wait for age racing, bit of racing news to unpack from last week, Mr Brightside G was impressive in the uh, Group 1 Kaiser Diva Stakes at Flemington, and Millie's Jewel, she made her mark in Melbourne after coming over from WA, Derby, how are you mate? I'm good, Angus. Yeah, it was lots to take out of last week, wasn't there? Mr. Brightside, I think, well and truly made us look like fools and uh, proved that he certainly is the best miler going around at the moment. And, uh, yeah, Amelia's jewel lived up to all the hype, I think. And now it's a question of whether uh, she heads off to, of course, the Golden Eagle or the Cox Plate. Uh, I'm not sure where. I think the data uh, suggests that she may be better suited to a Golden Eagle. Uh, but obviously time will tell. Obviously, this will be her only crack at a Golden Eagle, given that it's a four, race for four-year-olds. But, uh, yeah, lots to pack out. Obviously, the news of, that we discussed last week, and then Craig Williams was taken off the ride of Giga Kick, and James McDonald will jump on in the saddle. And then now we've heard uh, just recently that Giga Kick will not be appearing until the Everest. So uh, plenty to take out of that. And I think uh, sort of lost in all the news was just the return of Private Eyes. Absolutely sensational. And... Uh, I think we all forgot about him a little bit, but boy, he, he's still got a, a package and uh, I could see him being a real strong contender for the Everest, of course, ran second last year. Yeah, he was really impressive, Derby, and uh, there was a few impressive runners uh, from that race, which we won't go into detail, but gee, he looks exciting horse this spring. Mm, definitely, definitely. And uh, in secret, probably not as good as we expected, but... Um, and it'll be interesting to see which horses go straight into the Everest. And it'll be interesting to see whether if Cylinder wins uh, on Saturday, of course, in the Golden Rose, where Godolphin decide and whether they pick Cylinder or in secret uh, for that their Everest slot. It'll be fascinating to see. Yeah, as well as Shinzo too for Coolmore. Will he go Golden Rose and into an Everest, into the Coolmore uh, at Flemington? Or, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see what path he goes. Of course, Ryan Moore mm. picked a ride coming over from England too, which is really exciting for Australian racing. And Joe Marrera, the magic man's back in town. So, yeah, we've got so much to look forward to. Cannot wait. We'll get stuck into a derby. Race six, it's the Group 2 Golden Pendant. Over 1,400 metres for the Mayor's Derby. Interesting race. We've got four Group 1 winners uh, on the top line of betting uh, in a tissue. Espiona, Zugwatch, all for the Chris Wallace stable, as well as She's a Belter having her first start for Annabelle Mission this prep. And then it really falls off the face of the earth after that. Uh, have you found a winner, winner for us in the race, Darby? Yeah, look, it's a tough race, Angus, uh, definitely with those top three selections. But I just have to stick with Espiona. I know 270 might be a tad uh, short in the market, but I thought she was really impressive first up, of course, running second to Sunshine in Paris. And she's only going to get better stepping up to the 1400, drawn really well. Naturally, a little book to ride, ticks a lot of boxes. And I'm of the view that uh, she is better over Victoria, like you are. But I, I definitely think that this horse has turned a corner uh, this year uh, since the autumn. You know, won three in a row, obviously, and then has was really good first up. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for SBO to prove their worth. Of course, she's going to keep stepping into further runs. But, yeah, all the data uh, from that first up performance suggests that She's a real solid horse. But I will be interested to see how Zugotcha goes, who hasn't probably shown as much as expected the first couple of starts. There's only two lengths behind Sunshine in Paris, but she should also improve uh, with a step up in distance. Yeah, I'm with you, Darby. Uh, Espiona, the number two for me, $2.60. A little bit short uh, 
But look, her run last start was really impressive behind Sunshine in Paris, as you said. Zoo gotcha. I thought she was just okay last start. Uh, I think I know they're trying to figure out whether she's a sprinter or a miler. Or get, uh, I think I don't think she's a sprinter. I think she'll be better fourteen hundred to a mile. Um, but just off that effort from last start from Espion, I think we've got to stick with her. Two dollars sixty, as you said, she goes around better than Melbourne Way. But she was a really impressive last start, and we're going to stick with her. So Espion are on top. Uh, two dollars sixty roughly at the moment. Yep, yep. I'm happy with that pick, but uh, certainly going to be a really interesting race to watch. Yeah, 100%. Well, let's move it to race eight. It's the group one golden rose for the three-year-olds over 1,400 metres derby, and uh, wowie, what a race this is uh, turning out to be. We've got Charmstone coming up from Victoria, the only filly in the field. Militarised having his second up start. He was nice first up coming fifth, running on in the uh, 1,200-metre race. Also, Shinzo, the, the Golden Slipper winner, he's having his first start since that race. Really exciting. Cylinder, he's won his first two starts this prep, um, and he's a very good chance. Uh, as well as King Colorado, a bit of a different, interesting form line here, Darby. He's come through the Wink Stakes 1,400 metres uh, a few weeks back. He came ninth in there. I thought he was a bit unlucky, but he's back to his age group here, and uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting race. It's a... Uh, Look, you can make a case for a lot of horses, Darby, and uh, so who have you decided to pick? Yeah, look, I, I, I'm denied over this race for a long time. There's just so many really good chances. As you said, Charmstone's the only filly in the race, and typically fillies haven't got a great record, I don't think, in the Golden Rose, but uh, she couldn't have been more impressive, and Damon Lane's moved up to uh, for the for the day to, to ride her, and he's got a terrific strike rate for uh, the Price Kent Junior stable, 29%. But uh, look, I I'm just going with Shinzo for me. I know for a second up, obviously coming, sorry, first up, obviously since the uh, the slipper. And there is that curse, I suppose, on golden slipper horses. I know we've heard all about it in the past and Fireburn sort of ended that uh, curse. But uh, I, I'm i expecting Shinzo to just continue to improve. I know Chris Waller has a high opinion of this three-year-old and uh, Look, drawn 10, couldn't have a better jockey in the saddle uh, in Ryan Moore and just ticks a lot of boxes for me. And I thought she was uh, he was really good in the slipper. I mean, you can't knock that performance. And uh, I think while we'll be doing everything he can to get him up and about in this run for a big Everest uh, attempt. So for me, there's a lot riding on this performance and I can't imagine that he's going to go there uh, not looking to win it. Yeah, I can't knock that selection, Darby. Uh, Chris Waller does have a high opinion of the horse. And look, the only query for me is that he's coming into the, the Golden Rose, 1,400 metres, first up, and he hasn't run the distance before. So, look, he's had a few trials, an exhibition go up. He's, he's probably going to be fit. Coolmore, I know, likes to have their horses really fit. Um, but look, it's just a bit of a question mark for me. And that's hence, I'm going to go with the number four, King Colorado, uh, first up. Uh, sorry, second up now, seven dollars. I like him. I tipped him in the wink stake. Uh, stakes. This is a bit of throw at the stumps, but I really liked his run there. I thought he was competitive, and I'm happy to stick with him. Seven dollars. I think there's a bit of value in that. Um, trust. He's drawn nine two. I think he'll get a nice run in transit, and uh, he. I think he's a really exciting horse on the up. Obviously, won that Group One. Uh, JJ Atkins over the mile. Uh, I think Queensland, and uh, I think he can get the job done here. Yeah, and I know Cylinder obviously has, has won uh, his last two starts, but I'm just I'm just looking for 
I'm not totally convinced about him yet. I know you can all you can do is win, but just his performances, I don't think have just been that great. Uh, only just got over the line in both runs, and when he's four forty and you're getting a six fifty for King Colorado, six dollars for Shinzo, and eight fifty for for militarized, for me, that's I'd prefer to play around the favourite. Yeah, yeah, no knocking that derby, no knocking that. Uh, I, I completely agree. He only just won last start too, and. Obviously, it wasn't that impressive first up either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move to Caulfield now, Darby. We'll go to race seven. It's the uh, Group 3 Caulfield Guineas prelude over the 1,400 metres, uh, where this is shaping up to be a pretty nice race. We've got uh, number two. Well, first of all, we've got the Blue Diamond winner, Little Bros. He's having his third up start. He's at $12. V8 comes through that nice win first up. $3.80 at the moment. It's a favourite. It's the party. First line of betting. He's the undefeated Colt. He's at $2.90 at the moment. G was impressive first up as well. Um, and then a few other horses coming through the, um, as well. Prince Zero, he was good last start. As well as uh, Southport Tycoon, he's been really uh, impressive. His first two starts as well. It's going to be an interesting race. Uh, personally, I'm going to side with V8. I think he's a really imp- exciting horse on the up. Um, I know the party's undefeated, but I think VH just raced against better horses, and hence why I'm going to be with him. Yeah, look, I I tend to agree. I mean, the party was really impressive first up, and um, you think the race probably between those. So I know little little bros. I thought wasn't bad uh, against V8. You know, only point seven five a length off. I think so. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about so it wasn't point seven five, about a bit over a length loss, a bit over a length to V eight, but uh, I think he's gonna be better stepping over fourteen hundred. But uh yeah, look, I, I have to agree. I think I'm gonna stick with V eight. I think the only thing that stopped this horse from being undefeated is that heavy nine. Uh you got the size produce. And I'm happy to take on Stapati, given that you're getting three ninety for V eight and two eighty for Stapati, and I don't think there's much separating the two at this point in time. Um, so that's purely the reason I'm separating them is the, the market because both of them were probably just as impressive as each other first up and uh, you're getting a dollar better for V8. So that's where I'm looking at at this stage. And uh, Benny Mellon booked to ride. They're both drawn well, so it's going to be tough to separate either of them. But uh, just think V8's got another gear that he can go to that I'm not, I haven't seen at us the party yet. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, no knocking that, Darbs. I think V8's the one to beat despite the price. And, uh, yeah, we're actually – I think we've been gifted with the price. I thought they were going to be a lot closer in the market. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he can get the job done for the uh, McAvoy stable. Well, let's move on to race nine. It's the feature race of the program. It's the Group 1 Underwood Stakes over the 1,800 metres. And, gee, what a race. This is shaping up to be, Darby. You've got a proper field here this year. Uh the field's been pretty light the last couple of years, but this is going to be an absolute cracker. Alligator Blood, he's backing up from the last week's efforts, uh, coming second to Mr. Bright's side. Uh, Damien Oliver keeps the ride. Tuvalu, he's having his uh, third run for the prep. 1,800 metres, second time. Last time was a three-horse field at Sandown. Uh, I know if he runs well, Lindsay Smith wants to take him to WA. Without a fight, he's having his first run for the Spring Carnival after a really impressive Queensland Carnival, having two wins up there. Solcom second up to uh, after a really impressive win over the mile. Oh, sorry, over the 1,700 metres here at Caulfield last start. Blake Shin, he sticks the ride to. And a bit of a story of the race. Huey Bowman's coming all the way from Hong Kong 
uh, two ride Lindemann for Chris Waller. Uh, so a bit of the story of the week. He's going to be at Caulfield on Saturday, and then Juarez too. Um, she's at twenty dollars, and uh, she's been running okay this prep, um, as well as attrition to the exciting four-year-old stallion. Uh, that second last start was quite impressive. But Dubs, a lot to unpack in this race. Um, did you end up finding a winner for us? Yeah, well, look, it's a really good group one. Uh, 16 horses. It's a proper weight for age uh, over the 18, 1800. So I'm really excited to watch this compared to what we got last week in the Maccabi D of a sort of the the, the sit and sprint uh, seven horse field. But uh, this is a really good race. And as you said, there's lots of storylines. Lindemann and Attrition are certainly going to be there to watch. And Solcom, I suppose, I'm still looking for Solcom to run over a bit further, but gee, he was good for, uh, first up. But look, I'm going with another horse at uh, with the horse at his first up. Uh, first up since winning the Q2 too mightily impressively. And that is without a fight, of course. Uh, Mark Zarabuk to ride, drawn 11. I think he is one of the horses of the spring. And uh, I think he can re- give these these guys a lot to, to cover. And uh, just looking at the market, like I'm happy to, to take on Alligator Blood at 340. I know the Alligator was super impressive winning this race a year ago. Uh, obviously that was at Sandown, but uh, I I can't take on without a fight at five dollars. I think it's an excellent bet. I think it's one of the horses to watch, as I said, throughout the spring. And um, you know, five dollars I think is a pretty good price. Yeah, I'm with you, Darby. Um, he was really impressive in the Queensland Carnival. Uh, no knock on the horse at all. Look, I think the Gator. He's a good chance, but look, I know he's third up. He's going to be fitter for last week's runs, but. I don't know with the Gator, he just hasn't fired or had the kick that I've liked. I would have liked to see these first two starts. Uh, he'll probably prove me wrong this start. And every time I don't side with him, he, end up, he ends up winning. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be without a fight. I think this horse is going to be uh, in for a big spring. Caulfield Cup, I think, is the main target. And as long as the ground stays dry for him this spring, he's going to be winning some big races. Yeah, no, I have to agree with that. I think that, yeah, definitely wants a good deck. And Given the forecast of weather that we're projecting to see here in Victoria, I think he's going to get it, and uh, that that ticks a lot of boxes for him because you just watch those two performances uh, at Eagle Farm up in the Queensland Carnival; they could have been more impressive. Uh, and yeah, look, there's there's a lot of interest in this race. You see, there's a lot of horses that uh, like Duace and, and Right You Are. You know, they've all performed quite well, but I just think without a fight at his best, uh, from what we've seen, I think he can take go to another level. Yeah, and a horse to look out for, he's at $91 at the moment. But it's Alan Kerr. He's won a group one in Ireland. Uh, I believe it was the champion stakes over there. Uh, beating State of Rest, who was a Cox Plate winner and then a Prince of Wales stakes winner at Royal Ascot. He's had the ultimate gear change. He's been gelded. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he goes this spring um, as a gelding. But, yeah, just one to look out for. But for both of us, it's without a fight on top. Let's move on to the best bets for the weekend. Derby, a bit of a stinker from myself last week, declaring legacies immoral, um, and she went no good at all. But let's bounce back this weekend. Derby, you found a winner for us. Yep, I think I have. It's at Rose Hill, race four, number four, Osmosis, Bjorn Baker Stable. Uh, undefeated, this Colt, really impressive, his first up, first two starts. Now first up, and I'm pretty sure from word is that a good performance in this race may be able to get him a spot in the Everest. So I'm sure Bjorn Baker will have him. 
as fit as he can, ready for what is a really important race, obviously, for the rest of the prep. Rachel King booked to ride, and I think he should be very hard to beat. You're getting only getting 230, but I think he's going to be really – I think he's a class above the, his opposition in this race. Yeah, well, you know what they say, Darby, dare to dream. Uh, I'm also going to be at Rose Hill. I'm going to be race nine, number nine, Shorten Lane. Uh, he's at $3. Uh, he's been impressive uh, his last couple of starts. I think he's a good bet on Saturday, and he'll be tough to beat. Yep. And for $100 challenge, I'm keeping it really simple this week. I'm going for an all-up multi, uh, $50, and this is red card and osmosis to win. Uh, red cards in race three at Caulfield. Uh, only $1.65, but... It just should win. And uh, Osmosis just touched on him. And then obviously I'm putting 50 on without a fight uh, in the underwood. I'm really confident without a fight's uh, uh, abilities. And I think he's going to show us all just how good he is on Saturday. Yep. Like a derby. Uh, I'm going to have a $50 on a multi. It's going to be uh, get the pen and paper out, punters. It's going to be Caulfield Race 3, red card, a win at $1.60. Caulfield Race 7. V8 place at the dollar sixty. Caulfield race nine without a fight place dollar ninety five. Caulfield race ten Midwest place at a dollar eighty. Rosial race nine Chawson Lane place at a dollar forty five. You're getting right. You can get about fourteen dollars boosted with different bookmakers. So we're gonna have fifty on that. And then we're gonna have fifty on Chawson Lane on the nose at three dollars as well. No, well, we'll, we'll yeah. see. It's 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 crunch time in the uh in in the hundred dollar challenge. We've both yeah. got a lift. Yeah, I'm off to an absolute stinker in that. But uh, Darby, have you got a sportsman multi for us this weekend? Big finals footy weekend coming up. No, I do. Yeah, just keeping it really, really simple. Uh, I just I like the way the uh, I think both Brisbane teams are going to get the job done. So I've got Brisbane Lions uh, on Saturday night to beat Carlton, and then I've got. The Broncos to beat uh, the Warriors, and then in the NFL, I'm just looking at a bit of value. I like the way the Falcons are playing, and it's very risky for me to do this, but I'm just going to take the Falcons to beat Detroit. Uh, and you're getting five thirty-five for that. We got up last week, so we're three from four so far this year in the sports and multi. Looking to make it four from five. Yeah, I can't say I'm too confident in the Atlanta Falcons derby. Uh, but hopefully we've found some plenty of winners this weekend. We need a big weekend after a, uh, well, especially for myself, a bit of a stinker last weekend. Hopefully we've found some winners, punters. Remember, get on and hang on. <laughs>